golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Rich B, on a special edition of the Golf Insiders uh, Masters wrap-up show Monday after the first big major, Rich B. And uh, hmm, any news out there coming out of Augusta? Yeah, you got the uh, young kid, uh, 21 years old. Now he's a winner. He's a major winner. Major winner. Major record breaker, Rich B. Jordan Spieth ties the 72-hole Masters record 18 under par done by one Tiger Woods back um, when he was 21. Spieth is the second youngest champion in Masters history, fifth wire-to-wire winner in tournament history, First wire-to-wire winner since 1976, which I believe was Raymond Floyd. Low 36 and 54-hole scores in tournament history. 28 birdies, Rich B. Most in Masters history. More birdies than his age. That's putting pretty well. Making everything you look at, that's pretty good putting right there. And the only player to reach 19 under in Masters history, of course, of Lost uh, one stroke back on the 18th, but who could blame him? I'd say at that point, uh, you know, it was time to turn it off and celebrate the big victory. Nice. Hey, good going for him. You know, and this is, uh, Holly, a good uh, example of you're not hitting it as the farthest in the field. And you're, uh, you know, you're hitting it in the middle of the uh, fairway, hitting it on the green. So he was, uh, was that, T2 uh Greens and regulation, is that what you said? Yeah, second in greens and regulation, hitting 54 of 72 greens. There was a lot of conversation, and um, I feel maybe prior to the tournament getting started, still, uh, you know, Jordan maybe not getting the respect totally uh, due his game. Certainly he's just been the hottest player since last fall after winning the Australian Open, winning Tigers tournament by 10 shots, and yes, it was a limited field, but they were some of the best players in the world. And uh, let's face it, Isleworth is not any, you know, a, a, a little goat track over there. Pretty pretty tough golf course. And then what he's done, uh, the Valspar winning, that short game was unbelievable. You know, that's not an easy uh, track either. Uh, you, know, you know, hey, let's rewind one the, this. One of the tour's favorites, Innisbrook. Let's rewind this one year. One year ago, he was, you know, in the hunt. For the Masters, you know, and kind of lost it on the back nine. At 20. If we remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think if anybody's been listening to the coverage last night after the Masters or today so far, I mean, I think we're running out of superlatives for this kid, but rightly deserved. Um, I have been following Jordan for several years. He uh, happens to be the player ambassador for one of uh, our clients, Superstroke putter grips 
And, um, you know, he is what just like everybody's saying, class act, great guy, role model, confident, respectful. I mean, you know, all American. He's got the package. Let's face it. And he is just uh, is down to earth, given, you know, his amazing talent. You know, how about how about General Ben describing him as Wyatt Earp? Look at him straight in the eyes, you know, sort of the quiet assassin. He, uh, you know, if it wins on Sunday, it sells on Monday. So everybody's out buying up their Under Armour uh, shirts and uh, shorts and pants. And, you know, uh, he is definitely um, corporate's dream come true. I mean, this kid is, uh, you know, good looking, well respected on the tour. Everybody likes him. And uh, they'll be throwing money at this kid. Now, that was a $1.8 million victory. Phil Mickelson ties for second for 880000 How's that? That's yeah. not a bad paycheck. And right last there. and last week, would we have been saying that Rory McElroy at minus twelve would have been finishing fourth, or Phil Mickelson shooting fourteen under would be tied for second? Come on, I mean, you know, he's got three guys with three majors. Sorry, more than three majors. Rory with four majors on his heels. I mean, this was these were major challengers on his heels. He's hitting it to positions, Holly. You know, and he didn't get very far out of position all day long. You know, if he's hitting it off the pine straw, you didn't see him on the pine straw at all. You know, and, and that's, you know, and that is part of his plan. I mean, this is where he could go bad. You know, once he starts to get off his, uh, you know, his diagram, you know, like, uh, you know, last week in Houston, or, yeah, when he, you know, came down to the end at the, at the Shell Houston Open, he started missing shots a little bit. And that was the end of him. Well, he hit a couple of those on Saturday and Sunday, that kind of push right that yeah. he had. Well, not really bad. I mean, that golf course is big enough to, you know, you can get away with that a uh, little bit up there. Well, but there's, as we were talking before we came on the air, lots of emphasis on ball striking and length. But let's face it, if you can't convert it, you know, every great player at his prime was a great putter and had a decent short game. You got to be able to get it in the hole. Uh, case in point, hey, Dustin Johnson, you know, played okay. But, you know, there's a case where length, ball striking, you got to get it in the fairway, Rich B. Hey, he makes three eagles. Uh, was that the second round? Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Three eagles. History that's, making. That's getting the ball in the hole. I mean, Seven he was, under. He was actually uh, putting pretty well. And, you know, I mean, it was fun to watch. You know, the best thing about it for me, Holly, was the Masters.org coverage. On the internet, you know, which uh, they, you know, they stream live, you know, and a uh, lot of comments about that. I had yeah. some buddies who were working on Saturday and Sunday <clears throat> said it was absolutely fantastic. And that's so cool, you know, because uh, not everybody has uh, the time to uh, sit in front of a TV. If you're at work or in your cubicle, you can watch it on the internet. And that's really neat when it's streaming like that. I was watching uh, Amen Corner. It was 11, 12, and 13. It was very, very cool, very beautiful. By the way, and kudos to the Golf Channel for their eighty bazillion hours of coverage. Oh man, they had people everywhere. I'm wondering Announcers. How, how, many, how many cups of coffee you think those guys go through. And uh, poor Frank Navalo also, you know, doing the coverage and um, you know doing the late night. And man, that guy, um, you know, he he just must have uh, pure adrenaline. Hey, they won't work almost as hard as we do on this show. And um, and our man and our man Todd Lewis getting the getting the big uh, chat with Jordan afterwards and um, you know what was I think very interesting is to 
really see in his press conference, as well as a couple of his interviews afterwards, Rich B., as we know so many kids growing up, it's all about winning the Masters. You know, when the, over those putts. when U.S. You're, Open, Holly. U.S. Open. The Masters, buddy. Ah, come on. Now, anyway, so this is what and, I'm talking and about. And look at And look at And what I love is this was his dream. I mean, he said this, was, this is his favorite golf course in the world. Won this tournament, and now he's got to reset. He's got to reset the pins because, you know, what's next? I think a whole lot of green jackets. Are they going to Jordan, Jordan proof that golf course? I don't think they can. But, I, you know, I mean, two years ago, uh, it was a flat bill Puma orange hat. I think this year, <laughs> this week, it's a Under Armour uh, curve bill hat. And uh, this guy is good. He's the golden child for, the, uh, you know, the next rest of the season. He will be touted very uh, highly. Well, our special edition Masters wrap-up of the Golf Insiders tonight is being presented by Super Stroke Play Better Grips. Yes, Super Stroke, the Flatso 1.0 putter grip, got Jordan Spieth to his historic four-day run at Augusta, shattering all kinds of putting records and records across the board, winning his first major championship. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B. Special edition of the Golf Insiders tonight. Courtesy of Superstroke Golf Grips, Superstroke's patented parallel technology allows for even pressure in both hands, eliminating wrist movement in the putting stroke. And Rich B, this has been one of the hottest products on tour for the past couple of years, over 125 guys playing it. And one guy in particular, pretty good putter by the name of Jordan Spieth, drilling in those birdies, 28 exactly over his four days at the Masters, and after almost becoming the youngest to win golf's most prestigious major last year, he bounces back wire to wire and wins it. Ooh, he not only won it, he won it going away, uh, you know, a couple of lengths ahead of the field. Uh, you know, and, and I think it was his, just his patience, his overall demeanor. He didn't look rattled whatsoever. He was in the, you know, his zone and uh, playing a great, great four days of golf, which is not easy, by the way, at Augusta. If, if you saw any of the amounts of uh, patrons, you know, anybody watching that thing, you know, the, the patrons, uh, man, there's just tons of people. And I didn't get to go this year, by the way. I know neither one of us did, but also to the. The cameras do not do justice justice to the undulation in those greens. And, I mean, when Jordan's putting in six and eight footers, making them look like gimmies, I mean, it, that's just all world, all world putting um, on, on that guy for sure. A guy who knows a little bit about winning the Masters was very impressed. Jack Nicklaus, six times Master Champion, in a statement said, that was an incredible performance. Now... He's a grizzled veteran at 21 years old, just 21. <laughs> Jordan is so beyond his years. I like everything about the young man. He's polite. He's humble. 
He handles himself so well on and off the golf course. And he's obviously a wonderful player and now a Masters champion. I think Jordan Spieth is a great person, just as I think Rory McIlroy is. Time, it's time to carry the mantle for the game of golf. So, you know, I think this is, uh, I think golf is in good hands. I think that's what we all felt coming away from this tournament this week. You know, we were talking about earlier, Holly, that uh, this guy, what was it, 18 months ago, got a sponsor's exemption and uh, won the tournament, the John Deere. That was the beginning of his professional uh, career. You know, on tour, PGA tour, a sponsor gave him an exemption. In in 2013. Two years ago, he was non-exempt. Missed the second stage of the PGA tour qualifying school. And now number two in the world. Well, we're going to go to a guy who has covered many, many Masters tournaments to get his thoughts on this historic win. Longtime golf writer and the founder uh, of Global, one of the founders of Global Golf Post, our very own Brian Hewitt. Hey, Brian. Holly, how you doing, Rich? Howdy. Doing well. Good. So many storylines beginning last week coming into this Masters, but Brian, there was one that just, uh, he, he stole the show. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we, we all tend to do, I put myself in that category uh, with everybody else on Mondays, is, is to canonize uh, whoever won on Sunday. Um, and, uh, and, and a lot of times it's, it's, it's sort of a short memory thing, and, and uh, uh, you don't see too many people winning the following week or, or, or taking that win and, and winning five more. What we saw yesterday, I believe, is, is, is an exception. Uh, uh, to to what we normally do, I I believe that that it was that it was very special. Uh, it was it was an arrival. Um, I mean, of course, we'd been watching Jordan Spieth um, and and what he had done in in in, in the last eighteen months. Um, but this was uh, uh, to, to to try to put this in perspective. You 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 now have two guys. Um, 125 and 121, and 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 by the way, Rory McIlroy, objects in your rearview mirror are closer than they appear, uh, and and that would be Jordan Spieth. You have two guys really poised to to uh, as as you uh, referenced earlier, Holly, to take the game forward. And we haven't had, I don't think we've had anything like this since Tiger winning the Masters in 1997. Uh, uh, in in terms of of, of, a, of a bright future and a, and a, and a turning point um, in, in in the history of the game at its highest level, uh, and, uh, and and even Tiger at his very best was was a more of a figure of awe uh, uh, and and, uh, and a di- almost kind of a distant kind of, of a mythical uh, a hero. These guys are both Rory and and uh, uh, and Jordan Spieth are real. Um, they're they're warm. Uh, they're 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 embracing where they are. They're embracing the public. They're embracing the whole thing, and it is so refreshing, uh, uh, along with the quality of the golf that they're playing. So, so so very exciting stuff. Yeah, you know, in particular, the way he answered, you know, very honestly, questions that I think many of us wonder. You know, how do you sit on that lead? How do you wait? those six hours before you tee off on Sunday. You know, what, what, what is he doing? How does he, you know, t- take the nerves off? And 
I thought some of his comments were just very revealing the whole week as he was dealing each day with holding the lead. He's an old soul. He's, he's a young man, uh, 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 barely out of his teens, uh, but, but he's an old soul that way. There was one question. Uh, I mean, there were lots of instances, but there was one question. Somebody asked him um, if he could define or, or explain how he was, how he, how he was so humble. Uh, and he said, for, for me to, uh, uh, to sit here and talk about how I can be humble uh, would mean that I'm not humble. Um, and uh, I mean that was almost like Confucius uh, in, in its in its in its wisdom. Uh, but you know, to to break it down a little bit, uh, Polly and Rich, I, I this guy, he, he, his swing is uh, uh, it's it's much more function over form. I mean, his, his mechanics are very sound, but it's not it's not a swing that you look at and go gasp and, and go like Ernie Els with his effortless power or or some of the other beautiful swingers, Steve Elkington, but, but it is very, very sound. Uh, his head, he, he's, he's got a perfect combination of, of, of hunger and humility. His putting is, off, is just off the charts. And, uh, and I, I personally, because uh, I like the kids so much, I hope that putting lasts. We have to remind ourselves that Tiger and Phil made a lot of putts when they were his age, too. Sometimes that doesn't last. But really, there's nothing not to like about this kid. And the last point I'll make uh, on, on this riff is that there are some that say he's not uber long, he's not extra long. Well, you know, in, in the final round yesterday, uh, he was he, he took he was hole high on the second hole with two three woods. That's plenty long enough. Um, uh, if you can putt like that, that's plenty long enough. I couldn't agree more. You know, I think the hardest thing for him will be. Uh, putting it in the tee next year, first tee box, he'll be standing there saying, did I really shoot 18 under? And how hard is that going to be to repeat? That will be a hard performance to repeat. Let's well, face it. No question, but he's, he's to the manner born. I mean, he lives for this. Uh, look where he was a year ago. Um, he, he, was, he had lost, and it, 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 it only sort of – um, stiffened his resolve to come back and, and, and do it again. And he already mentioned he's already he's already mentioned how much he's looking forward to next year. Of course, it will be it will be difficult. I mean, we saw how difficult it was for for Rory to uh, cha- for the first time to be chasing the career Grand Slam. And uh, and and let's not forget. I mean, two guys finished at at 14, and I think Rory finished at 12 under. And those numbers would you look back? Those numbers would have won a lot of Masters. Uh, like ninety percent of them. There you go. Uh, although I think you have to, uh, you have to at least bring into the conversation the fact that that the conditions were a little more ripe for scoring this year than they have been in in recent years. And and I I for one am I'm all for that. I I, I I have no problem with with birdies at Augusta National and roars, particularly on the weekend down at Amen Corner. So I, I think the Masters guys got the setup just right, and, and, uh, and you get a couple of guys. There wasn't a big chase pack. There was really, this was really only four or five guys that were, that were even you know, worth watching on Sunday. But, uh, but the golf that they played was, uh, it, was it, lived up, it lived up to the, to the incredible hype that this tournament gets. It, it lived all the way up to that hype this year. And I, I think... An interesting footnote with all this is, you know, he was 20 years old last year, 
on the verge of making history, playing in his first Masters. And he was able to take all that. As he said, he wasn't ready to win. He needed more experience. But he learned. He studied the mistakes. He's certainly... Uh, very smart, intuitive, and has gone out and, you know, just picked the brain, not only of, as was mentioned, uh, Ben Crenshaw, his caddy, probably, you know, many other champions. But, you know, I mean, he's he's taken notes, he's figured out the strategy, and he came back saying, I was ready for this. Mm-hmm. And I think despite, you know, Phil Mickelson and a bunch of others that were, were, were possibly in the mix, I, I think most of us felt this kid was in control and he wasn't going to cave. He ne- nobody ever got closer than three, I think, on Sunday. I, I think the, uh, the, 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 the seminal moment was uh, uh, when, as they were approaching um, the 16th green, he had a putt uh, uh, that was, what was it, eight or nine feet for, that he needed to make for par, and, and Justin Rose had a chance to make a birdie. And there could have been a two-shot swing there, which which would have which would have cut the lead to two. And and of course, as he did all week long, uh, Spieth made the putt he had to make. Uh, Rose did Rose did not. But you know, Holly, you're right. He's a sponge. He's got a very he's got a very high golf IQ. He's a quick study, and he's a sponge. He just soaks it all up. Uh, he, he figures it out. And uh, you know, it's it's that rare. It's it's so rare in sports when you see somebody at that age. Um, but you know, you, Rich, and Holly, we've all watched enough golf that you really only have to watch this guy. I saw him for the first time two years ago at the at the Valspar Championship uh, in Tampa, where he, where he top tened uh, out of nowhere. And I went out and watched him for about three or four holes. And it wasn't even so much the quality of the shots that he was hitting or the putts that he was making. You could just see something. I and I could not define it. But I walked back to the press room. I said, "There's something there." in that kid that's different from any other kid that age I've ever seen. And, uh, and he's done nothing since then to disabuse me of, of any of what I saw two years ago. We're talking to Brian Hewitt, former editor of Global Golf Post, now uh, retired. How are you enjoying retirement, Brian? Well, I'm just kind of taking a deep breath, Holly. Uh, thanks for asking. I just, uh, you know, I've, I've been at this thing for, for a while, as you know. Uh, and uh, how many masters we've known well i i i i covered 10 of them in person and then did uh, in my seven years at golf channel i worked out of the studio for another seven so uh, uh and some of those days were longer than than the days when you were actually on site uh so uh and i've been watching the masters all my life uh, ever since you know my father told me what a golf ball was so uh um uh, and and it is uh it's 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 the coolest. My favorite golf tournament is the U.S. Open because it's our national championship. But the Masters is is the coolest golf tournament. So now I'm just going to uh, uh, kick back for a few months, just kind of take a deep breath, and uh, um, if I feel like my writing muscle needs flexing a little bit, uh, I'll get back at it. And the nice thing about today's world is I don't even have to get hired if I just feel like writing. I can just start a blog and just and just you know. It, Throw stuff out there and see what sticks. So, uh, and, and I expect that I expect that uh, in another eight or nine months, I'll I'll get that itch, and and I look forward to that as well. Well, there's no doubt about. It. There's something very unique and special about the Masters. I think it, uh, you know, it's just a tradition for golf fans, for golfers. You know, many people have stories about 
you know, watching it with their families. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we had a big family pool over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's always a special story every year. And, of course, uh, you know, with Ben Crenshaw playing his last Masters, how fitting that then, you know, another Texan turns around, just not another Texan, but this 21-year-old kid uh, floating on his wings, Ben Crenshaw, uh, you know, winning that tournament. Yeah, they're they're always you know they, again there were the, there was a, a raft of storylines, but that point that you just made, Holly, uh, it, it brings up. Uh, I, I got an email from a good friend of mine today who's uh, uh, who knows a lot about golf, and he and I have, have have talked golf forever, and he asked me a question that I'm going to run by you guys because I I I'm still not sure that I know the answer to this, and and I, but I think it's a it's a good relevant question this this day, and that is. Who does Jordan Spieth remind you of? Uh, uh, any other golfers? And, and the best I could come up with, uh, I see bits and pieces of certain guys, but I don't know. Rich, Holly, uh, is is there somebody that sticks out? Uh, is, is when you see Jordan Spieth, you say, "Oh, he reminds me of of this guy or that guy." Well, here's what I say as the ultimate package. I think he's mentally Jack Nicklaus, <laughs> and when it comes to Long-term favorite fan, it's going to be Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. and what a combo! <laughs> that would be the that would be the, the the package. Rich, you got any thoughts there? You know, I, being from Texas, you know, you got to go with the Texas guys. I, you know, like he he's got that consistent golf swing. He's got the uh, the you know the will the, to win. And you know, I'm thinking like Tom Kite back in the day. He looks kind of like him you know, with the curly hair. Only thing missing is those big old glasses, but you know those guys had great golf swings and great golf minds, like you were saying. And yeah. I think you know he's an old soul, you know. But hey, in this day and age, you can be a hybrid. Yeah, he's got the mind of a Jack Nicklaus, yeah, and he's a smooth swinger of the golf club, like uh, like Steve Elkington. You were saying. I mean, this guy's you know uh, bits and pieces of uh, great golfers. You can see that. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think uh, I think he's also got. Uh, and I guess Arnold had this a little bit. Uh, 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 he's got the guts of a burglar. Uh, uh, Spieth does, and he. And, but he kind of he, he kind of hides it a little bit. I mean, he's he's so good off the course, and he's so good to his fellow. One of the coolest things about the tournament, uh, one of my favorite moments of the entire week, was when uh, Justin Rose hit that incredible third shot on the seventh hole yesterday he had absolutely no shot and he hits it up on that bank and it it lands and almost rolls back in the hole for what would have been the best three i've ever seen in my life and the camera picks up jordan spieth and spieth looking over with a smile on his face and his thumbs up looking over at rose and i thought you know that's that's really i mean that that really is the essence of 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 everything that's good about golf and uh not to take a shot on this, but I, I, I couldn't ever imagine Tiger Woods doing, making that same kind of gesture. So the, 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 the legend of Jordan Spieth is, is, uh, is in its infancy, but, boy, it, I, I hope it grows, and if it does, it's going to be fun to watch. I agree, and many more green jackets to come. Brian, it was great to spend some time with you, and uh, hopefully now that you've got a little extra time on your hands, you'll come back and spend some more time with us, as be, always. I, I, I'd be happy to. Thanks for having me, you guys. All right. Brian Hewitt from uh, formerly Global Golf Post. You can check out GlobalGolfPost.com. You can get it every Monday morning free. 
in your mailbox, e-mailbox. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We've got much more Masters coverage coming up. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. We're back, the Golf Insiders, with a special edition Masters Wrap-Up Show. Sponsored by Superstroke, Play Better Grips. The patented parallel technology in Superstroke putting grips allows for even pressure in both hands, eliminating wrist movement in the putting stroke. With more than 18 wins on tour in 2014, including the winner of the 2014 FedEx Cup, Superstroke putting grips has resulted in $50 million worldwide in wins. Rich B, I got one on my putter. How about you? And so does Jordan Spieth. And so didn't K.J. Choi probably Back in the day. Yeah, four or five years ago. And Phil, he's got one too. K.J., um, I mean, everybody's looking at K.J.'s putter grip like, oh, K.J., what do you got there? It was like big, you know, huge. You know, that was the fat fat. So, And they've got them all different sizes. So if you're going to buy one of these things, you go over and take a look at them and take a good selection. Well, you can go online, yeah. superstrokegrips.com, superstrokeusa.com. And uh, you can actually put your hands on one and, and feel, figure out how you know what's the correct size for your hand. Yep. And new this year, they have actually gone into premium club grips, half cord design, uh, with a soft and tacky cord upper for increased club control. So now uh, you can put them on all of your grips. But most importantly, I say get one of those for your putting grip, and you can putt like Jordan. Is that what I'm getting for Christmas, Holly? Yes, indeedy. <laughs> All right, let's waste no more time. We're going to go to one of our favorite golf insiders from PGATour.com, Jeff Shane. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm good, my friend. Uh, heard you're out in the weather, but we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Well, if you can, uh, if you can put up with the sound of the raindrops on the roof of the car... <laughs> I did pull up. I'm not driving. All right. That's a good thing. We want you safe. So um, I I know uh, you have covered many a Masters over your distinguished career. And just your thoughts in terms of, you know, Sunday's amazing display by Jordan Speed. Well, the, the, the thing that was most impressive was he never let anybody get close. I mean, I guess three shots were close. Sort of close, arm's length close, but nobody was breathing down his neck. Every time somebody closed within three, he made a birdie and, and was able to, to keep things relatively stress-free for a Sunday at the Masters. And I'm sure that there are some people out there that say, you know, there wasn't the charge, there wasn't the roar. Well, that's because Jordan Spieth just played some special golf. And uh, I tell you what, I, I, I've seen it written, I'm sure we'll see it written a lot more, but I... So the first uh, thing that popped into my head is maybe he was going up 18. Is this is going to be a great rivalry with Rory McIlroy over the years? Well, and I think you know, as we often talked about, golf has wanted a rivalry. You know, we've looked at it for uh, you know Phil and Tiger, and although this might be a softer, gentler rivalry than perhaps Phil and Tiger. 
But, you know, just as we go way back, Arnie and Jack, I, you know, I think sports likes rivalries, and this would be great for the game. Absolutely. I, there's always got to be somebody for everybody else to shoot for, whether it was the, the Yankees in baseball or the Lakers in basketball, those type of teams. Uh, it's good to have somebody wearing the black hat. Now, I don't know that either one of these guys are going to wear the black hat, but they're going to look pretty good playing off each other. And what do you think it's going to take, uh, Jordan, to get to world number one, obviously? And, and he acknowledged, uh, you know, that Rory's a little bit ahead of him with a few more majors, but Rory's 25, he's only 21. Uh, I don't think it'll take much time. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I mean, if Jordan uh, continues to play well, and, and I, su- I suppose, you know, we, we should at least in the back of our heads say there's a fair chance of a post-major letdown like we see in a lot of major champions. But if he can, you know, maybe recharge his batteries post-masters, uh, the Texas events, uh, the, the Byron Nelson and the, the Colonial will be coming up before too long. I mean, if he plays well there, maybe he knocks a win off there and is strong heading into the U.S. Open, maybe it doesn't take a whole lot. It's fun to watch. So you got to admit, this guy, he's going to be carrying the <clears throat> the mantle for a couple more years. You know, it's, it's hard to compete with this guy. I would love to see a match play event. Okay, him and uh, Rory, Spieth and Rory, a uh, little match play uh, made-for-TV kind of event. You know, remember with the old floodlights and uh, one of those kind of things? That would be kind of cool. Well, if both of them take some form into the WGC match play in about three weeks, we, we have a possibility of that. Um, certainly, they're going to be the top seeds in their respective brackets. And so, with a little bit of luck, maybe we can get that. Uh, I, I think that would be fun. Uh, and at some point, they're going to face each other in Ryder Cup singles. They, they can't miss each other their entire I think what was very interesting was also how he, you know, he's a quick study, Jeff, because he went from losing the Masters last year to, you know, really looking at what it takes to win. And now he knows what it takes to win on the biggest stage. He said the win in Australia was key. Obviously a very, um, you know, a big tournament with a lot of history and the best players in the world. And he said that really, you know, kind of catapulted him and, and gave him, you know, he, he realized he could close it and learned how to close it. And he's just taken that momentum through since that event. Yeah, he really has. And you could also point to a playoff loss in Japan the week before. And then he comes here and, and wins uh, the World Challenge at Isleworth. Uh, and you can, you can make a very good argument that for the last six months, Jordan Spieth is the best player in the world. He's number one for that period of time. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, we're talking to Jeff Shane from PGATour.com. And now, amazingly, Jeff, he is going to turn around, Jordan Spieth, after a quick media tour up in New York tomorrow. Uh, and then he heads to Hilton Head for the Heritage Tournament. I mean, this guy just doesn't stop. Well, and give credit to Jordan Spieth. There are a lot of players that when they want to make a chance, and they take that 
uh, big media tour, 48-hour whirlwind. They withdraw because they know that they've got nothing left in the tank on Wednesday and Thursday. And in that sense, Jordan Spieth may have nothing left in the tank on Wednesday and Thursday. But give him credit for uh, staying with his commitment and, uh, and not hanging the people at the Heritage out to dry. Uh, if he can get into contention, great. But j- the fact that they're going to have a Masters champion for at least Thursday and Friday, uh, you know, that, that's more thumbs up to Jordan Speed. Well, I love when he was asked the question, what can we expect uh, from you next? He said, well, hopefully not a, not a lot next week when I play in the Heritage. <laughs> you know, he's just so refreshingly honest. You got you to love it. Yeah, and, and talk about two uh, just dramatically different golf courses. Even if you're not coming off a green jacket ceremony and major uh, whirlwind media tour, you're going from uh, a brute and a nerve jangler like Augusta National to a small, cozy uh, course at Hilton Head, very relaxed atmosphere, will test in an entirely different way. Uh, like I say, it'll be interesting to see what he's got left in the tank. Well, there are a couple of guys that will be there. Defending champion Matt Kuchar and FedEx Cup title holder Billy Horschel are in the field that features 10 of the top 30 in the world rankings. So, you know, not, it's not a total sleeper. Sleeper Ernie Els is going to be there as well. Uh, you know, he had a great Masters. But uh, before we let you go, give us, uh, give us your pick for this week. Well, he's got to win this sometime. But Luke Donald has five top three finishes there in the last six years. Still hasn't won the thing. Uh, and and he's, he's been run up three times. I think two of them were in playoffs. So uh, the, the place seems to bring out a little magic in Luke Donald. Uh, and, and this might be a good week for him to kind of sneak up on everybody uh, that's, you know, really that, that's had a lot more taken out of them from the Masters. So I'm going to lean on him. All right. Jeff Shane from PGATour.com. Check him out. He's got the preview of this week's tournament at PGATour.com. Thanks so much. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. We'll be right back. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. We're back, the Golf Insiders, wrapping up an hour of Intelligent Golf Talk and our special edition Masters Wrap-Up Show, sponsored by Superstroke Putting Grips. Superstroke congratulates Jordan Spieth on his first major championship. Jordan plays the Flatso 1.0. And if you want to learn more about Superstroke, go to superstrokeusa.com and we'll waste no more time rich b he's on his way back from augusta he was working late into the night last night but he's going to spend a few minutes with us and give us his thoughts on this masters for the ages jeff babineau from golf week hey jeff hello hello. hey how you guys doing good how are you my friend i'm good 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 so uh tell us what it was like in that press room last night Oh, it was fantastic. You know, it was a good week all around. I mean, uh, Jordan Spieth is such an impressive young man, and he, you know, he makes you forget that the kid's 21 years old. I mean, I have two sons older than Jordan Spieth, and he just he's so polished at 21. It's amazing. Um, 
And what he was doing out there was amazing. You know, he'd take a few, he'd take a step back every now and then. He'd have a bad three pot or a mistake on 17 on Saturday, and he'd always rebound and come right back. And I, I just, I love the kid's heart, and I love the way the kid scores. You know, it's almost a lost art scoring in golf. And uh, he's he's a great champion, and uh, it really felt like you were watching somebody really break through, and it was a lot of fun. He called it his favorite tournament in the world. And, you know, he also was not, um, you know, protecting that lead yesterday. I mean, that shot on 13 was very gutsy that he hit up there with the possibility of an eagle putt at a key moment in the tournament. You know, and, and it's a good thing he did keep the pedal on because, you know, there was a there was a situation at 16 where if Rose makes his birdie putt first and Spieth has a slippery eight footer, it's two shots with two to play. And and uh, it's a good thing Spieth did stay aggressive and keep the pedal down. I mean that's that's cost guys in the past. You know that's what cost Greg Norman and there's so many others that just didn't get the deal closed. Uh, so he kind of played a little game with it himself. He was out there trying to shoot. You know, under par, get in the 60s. And if he, he knew if he did that, no one would catch him. He said that he texted his caddy that morning. I love this. You could picture him just kind of hanging out, you know, on his couch. And he texts his caddy and says, I think our number's four under today. I mean, I just love that. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and, and, you know, I love the way he bounced back from last year because it all the script doesn't always go that way. You know, a lot of guys get their hearts broken at Augusta. We've seen David Duvall and Greg Norman and Ernie Ells and Nick Price, and, and it doesn't always happen that you bounce right back and you get right back in the mix. So, uh, I mean, the kids had eight rounds around that place officially, and they've all been pretty stellar. Uh, he could be wearing two green jackets, amazingly enough, and and uh, he's just got that he's got that competitive edge that uh, you really like. You know, he's a gentleman off the course, but on it, he's a he's a real fiery competitor and. Um, He's going to win a lot of golf tournaments. Yeah, I, I think what's going to happen is uh, this is going to be Rory's, you know, brass ring that uh, is going to. <laughs> this is the one that could push him over the top. Rory is going to find this tournament very hard to win because obviously it's the first major. He works him. He worked himself into a lather this year. You know, just even thinking about it, as he even said himself, he was ready like two weeks ago. So you know, by the time he puts it in the ground on the first tee, uh, you know he's he's going to have some issues, and he did. He started to warm up. I mean, by the third round, he started playing pretty good. But uh, you know, on the other hand, uh, you got Young Spieth here. Had a great week. Rory just battling. He wants this one in the worst way. Right, and you know that I wrote a column on that for Golf Week. That was the column I did on the back page. That we all sit there and assume and. You know, it's a, it's a foregone conclusion that Rory McIlroy is going to get one of these things. He should. I mean, he certainly has the power game to do it, and he's going to have 20 tries at it. But at this golf course, there are no guarantees. You know, it was, it was kind of sad last week hearing Ernie Els talk about how much he treasures each trip there now because he knows that the sand's running out of the hourglass. You know, if you don't get that green jacket, you don't come back there every year you're 85 and standing on the tee and hitting that first ceremonial shot. So uh, it's, you know, I, I think Roy McIlroy will get his, but there's going to be a lot of pressure. And, and it is the one major where you have that seven, eight-month lead-in, and you think an awful lot about it. So 
and you know that's going to be on his plate for next April, and the, and the focus will be on him again. And not to mention, uh, you know, the new young guns. But as always, we saw some guys uh, floating around of the likes of. How about Mark O'Mara finishing tied for twenty second oh, with a sixty great. with a sixty eight in his second and fourth rounds? I love the way that guys get you know you know it's a, it's a Freddie Couples. Or last year we had Jimenez, Tom Watson, yeah <laughs> Watson, you know Watson almost won a, an Open Championship. He was almost sixty, and uh, you know Augusta it just shows you the knowledge that goes into playing that place. You know you have to know these little things. It's it's like this big exam, and guys that have even played there, you know, five, six, eight years, they're still figuring it out, you know. G-Mac and Kucher and Keimer, and these guys all leave that place. Jeff Ogilvie yesterday, we talked to him. It's like a huge mystery they're trying to solve, and you just try to make up a little ground this year and hope you're that much closer when you get there next year, and it's, uh, that's what makes that place so amazing. So he had a chance to win also at the Players last year. He was in the hunt on Sunday. What do you think, uh, looking towards the Players and then the U.S. Open, before we let you go, Jeff, what do you, what do you see for Jordan? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I see him being in the mix. I mean, he's, that's, the, that's one of the most impressive things about him is he doesn't just pop in and then go absent for two months. He's there every week, uh, and that's that's really tough to do, you know. To be out there and finish one two two one on the PGA Tour, it's tough to do. So I think you know the, the players is a perfect venue for him. That's a place where you got to grind pars out a lot of times and, and just battle. And then the U.S. Open's a great unknown. Nobody knows Chambers Bay, so that's going to be wide open. There's a lot of players in good form, and it should be really exciting. Uh, you know, give us another great stage. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Have a safe trip back to Orlando. And as always, uh, we love you spending a few minutes with us. And we love Golf Week. Check it out, golfweek.com. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. All right, Rich B. Uh, We won't be on this Wednesday. To all our listeners, we'll be back a week from Wednesday. We're uh, preempted because of a baseball game. And many thanks to Super Stroke Putting Grips for their special sponsorship of our Masters Wrap-Up Show. Play better grips. Go to superstrokeusa.com. We're out of here. The Golf Insiders, we love you. Bye-bye.